0: Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jamieson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. Hey, TikTok squad, what is up? Welcome back to TikTok Radio, the podcast where we talk all about TikTok and how you can grow your business. I know a lot of people out there are suddenly finding interest in the app, and we have seen a huge surge of members of our TikTok squad. It's our community group on Facebook where you can ask questions, get feedback, watch more live training videos from me, and get personalized advice from other TikTok creators. So make sure you guys are a part of that. You can join at TikTok, like the app, dash squad.com. That's tick tock dash squad.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. So make sure you guys sign up for our squad. I would love to have you join the conversation so we can discuss what's working for you, what's not working and how you can make changes to move forward and make your content even better. Now, today I am talking about some of those app updates that you might have noticed if you have the beta test version. If you don't have the beta test version, I'm going to remind you how to download it. And we're going to be talking to viral. TikTok photographer, alex.stemp, that's his tag, at Stemp. His real last name is Alex Stempluski, which is a lot harder to say, so we're going to call him Alex Stemp on here, which I know he's not a fan of that username because we talked about him potentially changing it, so sorry, Alex. But I really want you guys to pay close attention, grab a notebook, and basically... Take as many notes as possible because Alex grew 7 million followers in about six months, probably less, about five months. So going from having a full-time job in insurance, like total desk job, to being a full-time TikTok photographer is crazy. and He has some great insights, especially coming from someone without a background in social media or in entrepreneurship. So cool to hear his perspective. That's going to be a two-part interview, so you can hear the first part this week, and next week you'll hear part two. Real quick, wherever you're watching from, take a screenshot of this podcast, put it on your Instagram story, and tag me at Victoria Jameson. That's Jamison, like the whiskey. I'll put my handle down in the show notes for you. I want to see where you're watching from, and if you have a favorite quote from the episode or a little tidbit you took away, I would love to hear that too. So go ahead, tag me on your Insta stories, and I'll repost it to my story as a thank you for being one of our amazing listeners. We have listeners in over 50 countries now that just goes to show how global TikTok is and how this app is really taking the internet by storm. You know, TikTok radio is one of the first podcasts actually that is made for creators to grow on the app. We see a lot of podcasts for YouTube and Instagram and hello, we're here for TikTok now. So if you guys are enjoying this content, make sure you give us a review in the iTunes store or wherever you are listening to your podcast. Tell your friends about us, join our squad, and let me know what content you you want to see next. There is a feature in the Anchor app. If you don't have the Anchor app, they're one of our sponsors. You can go to anchor.fm to download it or access the desktop version. Basically, you can send me a voice message and ask me a question or tell me something you liked or argue with me about something or tell me how much you hate this podcast. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But you can basically send me a voice message like you would over texting and I can feature it in the podcast episode. We've already had two of our amazing listeners featured and I would love to listen to your question and answer it live on the Show as well. Some of you have reached out and asked, Why are my views so low? I definitely think the TikTok algorithm is having a little bit of trouble keeping up with the huge influx of users we've seen over the last four weeks since most of the United States and other countries are in shelter in place or in quarantines. So we really are not able to go do the fun stuff we wanted to do in real life. So we are living vicariously through the internet and binging viral content that makes us laugh, makes us cry teaches us something and TikTok is the place for that. So we're seeing a lot of new users, a lot of new content being pumped out. You might notice a lot of users, their first few videos go viral. I think there's two reasons for this. One is because they're paying attention and they see what videos do well. So their first video is very calculated and they're thinking, oh, this one will do good. So I'm going to post it. And then also because the algorithm doesn't know you, it doesn't know what people are going to like. It doesn't know what your niche is. It doesn't know what style of content you post. So your first few videos tend to get pushed out to more users than typical. So your video gets more visibility on those first few. That's why it's really important for your first few to kind of establish your niche and not just be a viral video because there are some creators out there that only create viral content, but don't really have a brand associated with them. So I'm all about branding. I'm here to help businesses and influencers convert to TikTok and build their following as well as help people create their brand on TikTok. So If you're just looking to go viral, you just want views, you don't care about building a business, then this is not the place for you. I'm here to help influencers monetize. I'm here to help them build their brand and their empire so that they can live a life that they love and want to live and are excited to get up every day and go to work. Really quick before we dive into some of the new features you're going to see on TikTok right now, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. Over the last few weeks, there's been a lot of really cool updates to the TikTok app. Some of these you do have to have the beta version to see, and they're being tested regionally. So don't be surprised if you don't see some of these for a while or if they come out in a new update. They are just that. They are tests, so it's not an official change to the app, but they're cool to kind of utilize and see in the process. There's been some that have gone away totally that I haven't seen in months, and then there's some that are brand new that we're just starting to see roll out in the last couple of weeks. Now, if you don't have the beta test version of the app, I do have a tutorial in our TikTok Squad group where you can learn how to do that. Really quick, I'll walk you through it. You can go to the settings page on your profile, and then when you scroll to the bottom, there is a choice that says, become a beta tester. Or beta tester, something like that. It says beta tester. Click that one and then on there it will give you instructions on how to download test flight and download the TikTok install, basically. Or what is it called? The version of the app that they're currently testing. Build. That's the word I'm looking for. You can download the build, then you're gonna be able to update that through the test flight app. Now a lot of people have said, oh, it test it kicked me off as a tester. Don't stress out. It does that to everyone. So you're not like being singled out or anything. At least I think it does. It does it to me sometimes. So if it does that, you can just go ahead and re-download the beta test. Not a big deal. Um, You should see a yellow or blue dot or you might see a yellow or blue dot next to your app. And that signifies that you do have the beta test version. If you go back into the app store and try to download the app from the app store, you might notice it is like in your cloud. It's not on your phone anymore because you have the beta version. So if you were to go into the app store Or an update through the App Store rather than through Test Flight, which is how uh, developers test out apps then you're going to get the regular version of the app. So those different tests are going to be different regionally. Like I said, um, I have different features than my husband has and then his friends have. So it's totally just kind of like how Instagram rolls out things regionally. They did the whole like no likes on post thing for a while. So this is kind of like that to see what's working and what's not working. See what crash is the app and what doesn't. So you are sending data back to the developers as you know, what's crashing, you can also send feedback um, for different features as well so it's really cool go ahead and grab that and I'm gonna run through three of the things that we're seeing right now on the app so number one is a old feature that we actually used to have on musically back in the day which is reply to comment with a video so when you hold down on a comment on your page it has to be on your page you have the option to reply with a video and what this does is it puts the comment on the screen and then you can in-app film a reply to the video. So this is a really, really valuable feature for those of you guys who are coaches and who are building a brand based on a service. That way you can establish yourself as an authority, interact with your audience that way so that you're able to answer those questions easier. It looks more professional and it's just a cool feature to be able to put someone's comment on the screen. They really feel seen and heard and you're able to provide that value to them. So make sure you guys are utilizing that if you have it available. We don't know how long that will be available, so utilize it while you have it if you do have it. If you don't have it, hopefully it'll be coming out soon. Now, number two is the new voiceover feature that has rolled out officially, so everyone should have this feature. You might have seen it as a trending hashtag. Basically, you can record a voiceover in the app. This is a feature that was a beta test, so I did see this for a beta test for a long time, along with the adjust clip feature, which is not rolled out to everyone, uh, but if you have it, good job. You're lucky. Um, if you don't have it, that's okay. Uh, hopefully it'll be rolling out to more people. Basically the adjust clip feature just is where you can change your clip length in the app that is filmed in the app rather than having to film and then put it in another app and change the length of the clips. It's great for transitions. I did a little transition tutorial with it on my page, but I found out from doing that tutorial that not everyone has that feature and I did not realize that was a beta test. So you have the feature of being able to record a voiceover in the app. You don't need another app to do a voiceover now. I still advocate for editing outside of the app, which is one thing I go over heavily with my coaching clients because it's so important to be able to repurpose content. And when you're filming in TikTok, you are limiting what you're able to repurpose. But sometimes you have to weigh your options, whether you know pumping out content quickly is your goal or whether creating quality content that you can repurpose is your goal. So I do like to go over that with people and kind of help them figure out what the best option for them is. But if you're new to editing and you just have no idea where to get started, TikTok is great because it's user friendly. So having that voiceover option is so important for everyone that's creating valuable content on the app because you're able to add that voiceover and make your content more engaging. Now, the third feature that's rolling out is something that I don't personally have, but one of my friends posted about it. Basically, it looks a lot like Instagram. I will post a photo of this in our TikTok squad for those of you guys who are interested in seeing what it looks like basically at the top of your screen it has little bubbles just like on Instagram and features other people that are live and there are a few other ways it's integrated too one of them is like a little live icon in the corner of your screen um, when someone's live and then it also has a new way of showing your live on your profile so that is interesting to me it seems like they're going to start putting a lot more weight on live streaming uh, which is great because there was one year where we made the majority of our income for the entire year just from live Streaming on TikTok, but that was before the whole FTC lawsuit. Which, by the way, if you guys have seen that viral video going around on Instagram about TikTok, how you should delete it from your phone, join our TikTok squad and watch the video I did about it. Cliff Notes, that video is really old, and there was an FTC lawsuit against TikTok. TikTok paid a fine, changed a bunch of rules. A lot of the rules had to do with live streaming, which is why I'm having a squirrel moment and talking about it really quickly. But Essentially, you you have nothing to worry about because TikTok collects the same data that any app on your phone collects and your data stays inside of the United States because our headquarters for North America is in the United States. So, long story short, don't stress out. Your data is being collected by everyone anyway, so it's already out there in the universe. And do not let, you know, this kind of like sensationalized fear take over your mind and keep you from living your best life. Because right now, TikTok is undebatably the number one way to grow across all social media on the internet. Ask anyone It's a thing, okay? So don't stress out. But basically, we're seeing that live is gonna start having more weight. And I think this is a symbol of that, hopefully, crossing my fingers, um, because live streaming gives you such a great way to connect with your audience and show them your real life and your real personality. Because in videos, sometimes it's so hard to get that personality across and interact. It's still not a face to face interaction. And live videos get us one more step closer to that. You know, live videos, when it hit Facebook, was like a Game changer for businesses because people saw you and they could interact with you and get to know you. And there's girls that I'm friends with on Facebook uh, that I, you know, have interacted through lives for a really long time. And I feel like I freaking know these girls. And that's what we want for you because people that know you like you trust you are gonna spend money with you and invest in you as either a service or getting a product from you so that's what our goal is and live videos help us get one step closer so this new kind of putting more weight on live videos and making them more easily accessible is very exciting and i'm hoping to see that roll out to my phone because i really want to see it but it's not on my phone sadly if you guys have that feature would love to hear where you're from because i think in different areas we're seeing um, different features be rolled out so So let me know if you have that feature. So those are the current app updates. Let me know if you see any other cool stuff. I would love to hear because, you know, I can only be one human. Uh, There's a lot of features out there, I'm sure, being tested that I don't even know about. So if you have something that you think is different, I would love to hear from you. And we're going to move on to our interview really quick. I'm trying to keep these episodes shorter because I've gotten the feedback from you guys that the smaller tidbits are easier to digest. So let's jump into our interview with Alex. Alex. Alex is a photographer from San Francisco. He started off in a desk job, like I said, and since he started on TikTok in November has literally changed his entire life. He is such a great example of how going for your dreams and going hard and just soaking up all the knowledge and really hustling can get you to where you want to be. It just takes that persistence. It takes that uh, urge to learn and just make it happen. So without further ado, here's my interview with Alex. Hey, guys. I'm here today with Alex Simpleski. The W's are silent, in case you're wondering. He just clarified for me. And we are talking about his journey on TikTok to your... What? How many million are you at now?
1: Uh, Seven. Just uh, hit seven a while ago.
0: Wow. That is so insane. So welcome, Alex. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Yeah. Happy to be on the show.
0: I'm sure, you know, in your busy schedule, we're all so swamped right now.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I've got a lot going on, but a lot of free time at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, I totally
0: feel that. I was saying, I was just talking to my friend Josie that I'm the busiest I've ever been, but at the same time, I feel like I'm bored as heck. (laughs) Yep, yep. So Alex, I would say you were kind of one of the creators of the photography trends on TikTok. Is that true?
1: Yeah, specifically the uh, the trend of finding strangers and doing photo shoots with them.
0: So, just give our audience a little bit of an intro on kind of like who you are, where you're from, what you do, your whole shebang.
1: Sure. So, I'm from San Francisco, California, and I actually began photography only about a year ago. I was working a boring office job as an insurance actuary. It's a super nerdy job. Um, I didn't really love it, so. I kind of picked up uh, photography not thinking this would happen, but um, I really enjoyed it. And I joined TikTok because Gary Vee was talking about it. And me and my buddy Derek Harris, we, uh, we were the first to do this asking strangers to do photo shoots uh, idea. And we just took off like very shortly after we started posting those videos. And we each hit a million followers within like a month pretty much. What? yeah it was Wait, crazy
0: when did you start what when what month would you say that was
1: November last of year this
0: oh my gosh so less than what that's not even six months
1: yeah it's been just over five months
0: wow that's crazy to me so coming from someone that's been on the app since 2016 that's like that's insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it is, it's really crazy. Like, I don't know. I still feel like I'm kind of dreaming, and it feels really, like, very, very surreal. So
0: you got kind of, like, a crash course in, like, being an influencer.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, my life completely transformed within a matter of months, like, completely. Like, I mean, I'm talking just, like, so different than what I was doing three months ago. I've experienced so much already, like, the ups and downs of social media, having, being uh, caught up, caught up in controversies and like all sorts of things. Like it's been a wild, wild journey.
0: So did you have any type of following on any other platforms? Like before you got started on TikTok?
1: I had 10K on Instagram. So I hit 10K right about the time that I joined TikTok. So I, I was no stranger to like social media and like posting my photography content and being very active on social media, but I was only doing Instagram. Um, for about, it was about six months of Instagram, I think, before I joined TikTok.
0: And you were saying that photography was more of like a hobby.
1: Yeah, I picked it up not thinking anything would happen um, with it as far as like doing it full time. So I learned photography very fast, um, grew 10k on Instagram. And I was just all about like grinding and, and posting content on social media, just not really expecting anything to happen. But I don't know. I just have kind of like a hustle mindset. And if I'm doing something like I, I go really hard at it.
0: I feel that I'm totally the same way. So with posting, you just got on, you just started posting. You didn't really, did you spend a lot of time kind of looking at the platform before you got involved uh, or did you just kind of dive head first and just start creating content?
1: Um, yeah, well, I downloaded the app and I didn't touch it for a couple of weeks. Um, Until this day, I don't really watch a lot of content on TikTok. And back then when I started, I don't think I watched any videos. I just had the app. um, And maybe like once a week at first, I would post a video. And all my videos that I've ever made are still up there. So you can see like my first three, four videos. Um, They were just like these silly uh, before and after editing videos where I would show how I take an image from you know, the raw image and apply my editing steps and arrive at the final image, you know, with some music slapped on top of it. Um, so I just kind of like, slowly started posting content on TikTok. And suddenly one video, I thought I went crazy viral. And it had only I'm saying only now because I know what real <laughs> viral means, but it had 10,000 views. And it blew my mind. After that happened, I knew like, um, I have to focus more on this, like there's real opportunity here.
0: Right, because you can't get that kind of organic view on Instagram anymore.
1: Exactly. Even 10,000 people seeing your post as a brand new page was totally unheard of for me because I've, I've been on Instagram for a long time and I know how hard it is to get exposure and people to see your content on Instagram. So when I tried TikTok and got 10,000 views with like zero followers, I knew there was something, something cool was, was up with this app.
0: I love that you say that because even on, I just made a brand new account for the podcast, and I have people say things like, "Oh, well, this video only got four thousand views, or this video only got X, Y, and Z likes." When you take that and compare it to other platforms, you know there are bigger YouTubers that get you know four thousand views on a video. Yeah, and there are. Bigger Instagrams that only get you know four to five thousand views on a post, so it's pretty crazy the organic capability. And I think we've automatically seen that in your content. I mean, growing to seven million in less than six months is unheard of. I didn't realize it was that fast for you. Wow,
1: yeah. Um, I've been working hard, like posting and making tons of content. Um, if this quarantine wouldn't have happened, like Man, I can only imagine how, because I I can't do my content anymore since quarantine happened. I can't do photo shoots. I've I've been um, deprived of any type of content creation for a long time now, and uh, it really sucks.
0: And I feel like that's something a lot of creators are facing right now, and it's definitely not just you. Like even people that are doing collaborative type stuff. Um for me, I do a lot of like top five and product reviews and I usually like go to the store and show them. And I was just talking with one of my friends how I can't do that because it's not even possible. I don't also don't want to promote people going to stores for things that aren't essential. So I would feel bad about doing them. Exactly. Even though I could do one at Walmart. Yep. So you're definitely not alone. I think we're all kind of in that same boat, but I think a lot of people right now are repurposing content. I don't know if you've oh, that's been into a that
1: huge. That is that has been my most successful strategy. For one example, I had a video go pretty viral the first time I posted it. It had about thirteen million views, and since I've I like to spread out my content and repurpose a lot, and that one video I repurposed it four times, and each time it got more viral and more viral because I. I'm really good at like restructuring old videos and turning it into something new and improving it using the feedback that I got from the first time I posted it, from the second time that I posted it, because the comments give you a lot of information on what people liked, what, what kind of pushed their buttons a little bit. That's valuable information you can use to make your video go more viral the second time you post it.
0: And I'm guessing you pay attention to the
1: analytics as well. Um, like which ones
0: as far as like watch time and stuff like that
1: a little bit. Yeah, I think watch time. I kind of did some restructuring like, uh, when I learned about watch time, basically I put all my photos at the end of my video now because I want people to watch till the end and I don't want to give away the goods like in the middle of the video and risk having them kind of leave after I show them the photos. So yeah, I pay attention to watch time a little bit, but I don't stress too hard about it.
0: That's smart though keeping it all at the end then they have Mm -hmm. to watch yeah i talk about repurposing a lot because it's so sad to see creators spinning their wheels creating all this content and then not even being able to reuse it because it's all filmed within tiktok i think that's my biggest frustration and i'm i mean i'm sure what do you use to edit your videos with
1: i use adobe premiere rush
0: yes you're the first person i've met that uses that (laughs) i use it too i love it
1: me too it's awesome. It's um, it's easier than Adobe Premiere, which is like the main one that vid, like actual videographers use. It's really fancy, and we don't we don't need that for TikTok necessarily. Oh, it's
0: fancy, it gives me a yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Rush is so intuitive and easy to use, but also really powerful.
0: Do you use both. the one on your phone or the computer?
1: Yeah, I use I use both. They're both awesome. They're pretty much the same. But before Rush, I was using this app called Quick, Q-U-I-K. And that one's great. It's actually the GoPro app for making GoPro videos. And you can choose from some different templates. And all my first, like, 20 videos are, were made in Quick. You know, I went viral plenty of times making videos in this Quick app, and it was really easy.
0: I have actually used Quick a lot in the past creating videos for my business uh, because it was so easy to just throw in you know pictures of makeup or makeup looks I did and then it would just uh-huh. like splice them together. I think it's important to note though for some people, you know, both of us are using these softwares cuz we're bigger creators and we're paying for them. Both Premiere Rush and Quick are paid apps. And there are free options for other types of apps like iMovie is free, but you know, sometimes you do have to invest in your equipment. And for me, investing in Rush is not a big deal cuz I get it with my Adobe suite. I'm sure you okay. do as well. Yeah
1: i do it comes with like photoshop
0: and stuff you know all that fun stuff so okay what did your like friends and family think when all of a sudden overnight it seems like you were just this viral content creator well
1: i don't have friends so that part was easy but my family (laughs) my family uh they're really supportive um the first so the like the first run-in with like a viral video actually happened to my friend Derek harris who we would do these street photography videos wait, together. Wait, wait,
0: you said you didn't have friends?
1: No, I pretty much don't. Like, um, I wasn't <laughs> even kidding. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't even like. I had some friends like recently, kind of bring it up, like, dude, I saw you on Twitter or saw you on the TikTok thing. But um, yeah, I think most of the rea- reactions came from my family. So yeah, so this video went viral. It was my friend's video. I, I was there with him that day. So what happened was we found a stranger. Derek asked if we could do the photo shoot, and I was filming. Um, but I took photos of her too, so we each had a video we could post on TikTok. Uh, when he posted his, it went viral. It got like a million views within a day. Um, his page grew to like over 20, 20k, something crazy. And I posted mine like the next day because I was a little slower to make it to make the video, and mine hit about 600,000. And I just remember, like, I'll never forget that day. I've never I've, I don't know, I just never witnessed something that crazy, like creating something or being friends with someone that created something where a million people saw it. Like that number on that day when that happened was so extraordinary to me. I'll never forget it. Just, just thinking, like trying to fathom how one million people saw that video. I'll, I'll never forget that. And after that, I'm like, okay, now it's my turn. I'm making a viral video. And like, sure enough, a week later, I, we used the same format, did the same thing and started being able to consistently produce viral videos with, with this idea we pioneered.
0: Do you feel like there's kind of a formula once you like get it down? Cause that's something we've kind of noticed is creators will kind of find that one thing that works for them. And then you can kind of rework that and continue to profit, not profit, but
1: yes. profit yeah. Profit with views and followers. Say that with- yeah, I would say that that's true. There, there is a formula um, and the creator can come up with that one. And the big caveat there is that it will expire and you want to catch it before it expires. What I mean is if you literally do the same exact format or formula, there will come a point in time where it doesn't work anymore. People are going to get bored of it. It's going to get stale and unoriginal or other people are going to copy it and it's no longer going to be exciting and, and new um that i've noticed that other people that were growing with me for a certain point in time and then stopped growing with me i noticed it's because they're using the same formula they never improve theirs and i always tell people like there will come a point in time where you have to step up your game step up your content otherwise your your growth is going to stall And it's simply because the same idea doesn't stay awesome forever.
0: I agree with that 100%. I have seen a lot of creators that were about the same size as me or like bigger than me when Musical.ly was a thing, which that's like a whole nother world of what works on there. Um, And even coming up through TikTok starting, some people I've noticed are not adapting their content and they are just staying stagnant and they are losing followers. Uh, So I completely agree. It's super important to cash out on those those trends and those things that are working for you while they're working.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I think sometimes people get stuck, definitely. And then it's hard to rebrand, which is why it's good to have friends that are also creators.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, I I think that a lot of creators don't realize this though that having a formula and and sticking to like one type of thing without improving it um, a lot of them will complain and and they'll blame the algorithm or they'll blame people and I really don't understand that like I've literally read comments on on creator's page that goes this is boring now (laughs) like literally telling them and then they keep doing it and they don't get it and that same person will complain that the algorithm's messed up when really it's like You've just been doing the same thing for too long. Make it better.
0: That's that's so interesting. I feel like if I got a comment like that, I would immediately be like, okay, time to switch it up. Yeah, but it's true because sure. you do see kind of those trends. And if you look at big creators' pages, you can kind of almost pinpoint like, oh, this is when this was working. And this is when this wasn't working. Yeah. Do you feel like you've gone through the kind of the lull of like, this really isn't working anymore. So I need to switch it up. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, totally. It's really clear. If you watch my videos, um, kind of like chronologically from, from the first one, you'll see that it was very consistent for a while. Uh, my video would be me approaching the stranger, um, with music on top of it. And then I'll show, the behind the scenes clips of each pose followed by the photos. It's very standard. It was like a template. I like, I knew exactly how I was going to make each video as soon as the photo shoot was done. And it was working like a charm for a long time. Like every video would go viral. And then suddenly they stopped going viral. And I was, I'm guilty of what I'm, what I'm blaming other, uh, creators of of doing right now. I would, I'd be like, yo, the algorithm broke. The Mm -hmm. algorithm's broken guys. Well, (laughs) people, uh, or I'll be like, yo, people don't like this. Like, what's wrong? I'd be, I'd be bl- blaming the people or <laughs> blaming the algorithm when really, like, my content got old. And I decided to, uh, from that point on, like, I'm always going to improve my content. Like, always, always step it up. So, I started doing things like really improving uh, the, how interesting my photo shoots were. So, I, I would do things like bring in smoke bombs. Like, before, you would never see these crazy props, like smoke bombs. I would bring like flower petals, put them in an umbrella, have the, the stranger like flip the umbrella. So flower petals fall on them, like really much more extravagant ideas. And I started going viral again. And then I would make little tweaks like, OK, now I'm going to show some of the audio clips because actually hearing how the strangers react makes my videos much more engaging than just having music. You want to hear them say, oh, my God, or things like that, you know, just little little bits of improvement along the way have have helped me to continue to go viral and more viral. You know, that would not have happened if I didn't realize way back then when my when my uh, views started, you know, stagnating that you know it's time to level up
0: and how do you come up with the ideas for the really creative shoots Do they just like come to you in the middle of the night
1: yeah that's honestly how how it usually works like literally i'll be laying down um trying to sleep and that's always when my most creative ideas come to mind i don't know why but they do and cer- certain nights i'll just have idea after idea pop in my head and i'll just go on to open my phone go to my notepad and i'll write them all down and then and then on it's just a matter of doing the idea.
0: So when you're doing these kind of like on the street type shoots, like collaborative things, how do you make sure that you're always getting the content you need? Do you have someone that helps you film behind the scenes? Is it always the same person? Um, What does that kind of look like?
1: Well for the first couple months it was always me and Derek. I would film his videos, he would film mine but the problem with that was if we go out for a day We each literally get half the amount of content we could get if we weren't filming for each other because, you know, half the time I'm busy filming, I don't get to post that content. So we decided to like, let's just each get someone to film videos for us. So the problem with that was um, it's really, really hard to find someone that's good at filming people walk up to strangers and give them photo shoots. I've learned uh, for a variety of reasons. Most of the time is because it is kind of an uncomfortable thing to do if if you don't do it often. To like, we're we're literally walking up to people in the middle, middle of their day, like on the street, completely cold approaching them uh, out of the blue. And it's hard to tell someone like, I want you to stick this camera in their face so we get their reaction and have them do that, like without wavering and actually capture the moments that I need. It's really, really hard to find someone to do that
0: that you know? literally gives me anxiety just you describing the situation like I could yeah. don't hire me because I can't do that
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hard to do it's a scary thing and like a lot of the times my whatever you want to call them the people that film for me they they totally botch it because they were too afraid to hit even hit the record button or they held the camera too low because they were nervous and we, they didn't capture the footage. I mean, I have so many stories of like it going all wrong. It is such a strange kind of skill to have, I guess.
0: So how did you decide you were just gonna walk up to strangers? That was just something that worked in that one video you guys did and you're like, okay, well, let's keep doing this.
1: So I told you I started like a year ago photography. The day I got my camera, I started photographing strangers because I wanted to practice. I charged my camera as soon as I got in the mail. I ran outside to uh, downtown San Francisco. And I just asked people, hey, can I practice taking a couple shots of you? I didn't know any models. So the only type of people I could think of to shoot were, hey, there's people outside, let me ask them and I'll give them the photo. So they'll love it. That's how it kind of started, like started from day zero. And then one day, some photographer on Instagram decided to throw some comfort zone challenge out there. And it could be whatever you want, just challenge yourself out of your comfort zone. And I said, today I'm going to find a complete stranger and my goal is to completely make their day, give them the best photo shoot that they've ever had. And not only that, but I want to find another stranger to film me doing this photo shoot. Like that was my challenge. (laughs) So I went outside. I was so awkward the first time I did it. It took me so long to finally ask if if I could do this photo shoot, but I ended up asking and luckily she ended up saying yes because she had nothing better to do. And we did the photo shoot. I got some old lady walking by during the photo shoot to film the video clips of the photo shoot that that was my other goal. And she absolutely loved the photos. And she said, I totally made her day. You know, I, I completely crushed my comfort zone. Because doing things like that is so scary to me. It's one of the main reasons I do this is I'm a really shy person. And like, I'd love to, to challenge myself uh, out of my comfort zone, like all the time. And this was just the the best, most fulfilling way that I found that I could do that. So luckily it's something that I love to do. And I'm just lucky that TikTok and people love to watch it. Like I really lucked out with that.
0: That is so cool. I'm actually really glad to hear that it's a Authentic part of your brand because I think so much on TikTok, what we see and what a lot of viewers don't realize, there's so much staged content as far as pranks and stuff like that. So, I honestly, going into this, wasn't really sure if your strangers were authentically strangers or, you know, if you had kind of prepped them Uh to be like, hey, I'm going to ask you. So, oh my gosh, wow, that's really cool. I'm really glad Uh we're doing this because I think, you know, some people probably might just automatically assume that.
1: You know, I would get that a lot, like a lot um, in the beginning when I was doing this. Like the top comments would always be people who think these are strangers, clown emoji. And for some reason, like it stopped. Like I think people believe it now. And I think it's because I'm capturing such like genuine reactions that you, you can see the look on their faces when I when I approach them. They're shocked. They're scared. They're confused. They don't know what's going on. And then at the end of it, they're so happy. Like, it's like a roller coaster of emotions. If if you observe the reactions of these strangers, I couldn't convince like my sister or some random friend I have to, to put on that act and make it believable. Hopefully you can spot um like an authentic reaction versus all the staged ones. Cause there are like a lot of stage ones out there on TikTok, like you said, but I don't think I would have grown this this much if I was trying to do it with like totally fake setup photo shoots. I, I don't think people would, would enjoy that. You wouldn't get these genuine reactions that make the video special.
0: That's really cool. And that's, I feel like something photographers, a lot of the people I work with in photography are passionate about is like sharing people's stories and giving them memories. So I think that's really cool that you can do that in a super unique way.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I feel so lucky that the thing that I happen to love to do people really love it also.
0: And I will say coming from, you know, I used to model when I was in college and working with photographers who were used to working with not professional models, they would say like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it's so much easier to photograph you because you know the angles and you know how to, you know, work the camera and seeing Mm -hmm. like, even just my husband, like when I'm trying to take pictures of him, I'm like, no, move your chin like this. Like, normal people don't know how to pose so being able to take great pictures of just the average joe on the street is a really mm-hmm. amazing skill to have
1: yeah thanks i never even really thought about that
0: oh well there you go there's your your tidbit for the day you get a gold star <laughs>
1: <laughs> shooting okay. a shooting a professional model is going to feel like uh, such a cakewalk like i'll be like what i don't have to tell you what to do this is <laughs> this is crazy
0: before we started this, I was telling Alex, like, I thought he already had a professional photography, like career before he started on TikTok, just based on his content. So for you coming from like an office job and navigating being this new influencer, did you kind of have to give yourself a crash course in like marketing and branding and all that? Or did you just kind of go with the flow?
1: Gary Vee has been my single resource for branding and marketing. I literally just do exactly what he says or mimic exactly what he does, and that has been my my only resource that I've ever used to to build my brand, like on Instagram and TikTok. Um, yeah, so I don't know if his whole thing is just provide value, and that is that is literally all I try and do on social media. Um I never try and like ask for anything like um I'll just give, 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 and I've noticed that luckily opportunities will just come, come to me. I don't have to try very hard, which is really cool. And I don't know if that's just because I, I got a large following on TikTok, or if it's this approach of like providing value and, and hoping some of it returns, but maybe it's a combination of both.
0: I've been talking to people a lot about how value isn't always, you know, how you would perceive it to be. I think sometimes people think yeah. value like, oh, education or like, oh, tips and tricks or tutorials. So how would you say you're providing value?
1: Um, it's a bit harder on TikTok than on Instagram. So my whole strategy is um, I'm trying to leverage my TikTok following to funnel it into my, my Instagram page, which is where I try and provide the most value. And for me, it is, actually is education. It's education and, and, and kind of like being inspiring. Um, I want, so part of what I do is I, I give a lot of tips. Um, I communicate with my followers a lot. I do questions and answers on my story. Um, I go really in-depth when someone asks me a question. And I just try and, when I, whenever I post something on my story, I ask myself, is this helping anyone? And if the answer is no, um, I won't post it unless it's like showing something about me, which I think is important. It's like having your followers get to know you. But in general, I'll, I'll only post something on my story if I feel like it's actually helping someone. And that that's kind of like, the mindset that I have, uh, which allows me to naturally provide value, is just always think like: Am I helping anyone with this post? Is this story going to help anyone? So it's more like just just thinking about that question constantly, day in and day out, is what helps me to to provide value. And I'm sure I have a, I can't think of specific examples right now. So that that's kind of my my answer is just always think like: Am I helping somebody? And and that could be like making them laugh, you know, brightening yeah. up their day a little bit. It could be teaching them something. So many different things.
0: It looks so different for every brand. So I love to hear from people like how they feel like and how they are passionate about providing value to people. You mentioned using TikTok as a funnel to funnel people that are kind of in your target audience. So I'm assuming you get a lot of photographers following you. I is think that a good assumption?
1: Um, you know, I, I really don't know uh, on TikTok. On Instagram, I think that is true. On TikTok, I don't think that's true. And I'm glad that's the case. Um, When I was building my TikTok, there came a point in time where I decided I don't want to be a page for photographers. I want to be a page for everyone. I want to create content that literally anyone can enjoy because I think that's what will help you grow the biggest. I think if you really niche down and become only a page that's teaching photography tips and um, doing everything for photographers, that's only a small fraction of like, know the world but if you create something that appeals to literally everyone um so my whole idea was well i can i can reach and connect with a whole lot more people and i know that's counterintuitive to having a niche and i know the benefits of like having you know a really specific uh specialized niche but um i tried a kind of a backwards or different approach on tiktok where i'm trying to appeal to everybody
0: no i think it's smart though because i do talk like a lot to my clients about kind of like niching down and finding what your you know target audience is wanting and it depends you know some people are funneling to a business where they're trying to actually sell a product and then some people are influencers so that's a little bit different um your approach is not counterintuitive i mean it sounds kind of counterintuitive but you still do have a niche you know your photography and that Mm -hmm. is in your content too like your style of content like that is your brand um but you're funneling people to an even more specific niche when you're bringing to your instagram so it's super smart i mean that's how i would recommend doing it i'm impressed that you were able to develop that just like on the fly with some gary v advice
1: yeah and you kind of made me realize that um yeah so i do have an a niche. It's photography. Um, it's portrait photography. So I, I do actually have one. And I think um, it's a really good approach to, to have a niche, but to try and create content within that niche that's enjoyable um, for everyone, because that'll, that's how you go viral. You know, there's not 10 million photographers. Um, <laughs> oh, well, there might be, but I imagine there's, there's not really 10 million photographers that are watching my videos. They're just 10 million people. Um, and I think that there's a way and just about any niche to to showcase your talent, your work in a way that anyone can enjoy whether that's like sewing or um I don't know fixing computers. I think there's a way to package just about anything um to get the masses to to want to watch and follow.
0: I totally agree with that. And then with TikTok, the organic viewership is there. So it's just it's the perfect situation right now for someone trying to build a brand online because you really can funnel to just about any platform especially because Instagram and YouTube are built into your profile
1: yeah it's amazing TikTok is the most amazing app ever
0: thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of TikTok radio tune in next week for an interview from a viral TikTok creator and another TikTok tip so you can master the for you page and build your brand online